To promote my new flower shop, I had one place print my business cards, another print my brochures, and a third, my signs. Now my roses aren't red, my violets aren't blue, my geraniums look dead, and I don't know what to do. Staples can help your business stand out with signs, banners, and brochures that are a true reflection of your company. And now at Staples, spend $50 or more on print and marketing services and get $5 off your next in-store purchase. Now my business is blossoming and I'm spending less green. Exclusions apply. In-store only. And 623-18. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Born to Talk Radio Show. I'm your host, Marsha Witeka, and I'm honored to have Michael Lewis, the CEO and the president of the Los Angeles Urban League, joining me today. Welcome, Michael. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. My, my show is about conversations and connections and community, and in our case, we have a mutual connection with our good friend, Charlie Moorhead, and I just wanted to say to Charlie, thanks so much, Charlie, for connecting Michael and myself together for this show today. This is going to be um, all about you, Michael, and, and what you've done in your uh, life prior to being the CEO and president of the Urban League and what you're currently doing. And this might be a good opportunity for my listeners to get to know a little bit about yourself, where you grew up, a little bit about your background. I'd love, I'd love to hear about that. Oh, thank you very much. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, my name is uh, Michael Lawson. I've uh, grown up in Los Angeles. Uh, my family moved here uh, in 1962 from Little Rock, Arkansas, mm. and uh, uh, we uh, moved into what is uh, now, uh, I guess, uh, South L.A. on Western and 94th Street. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, went to uh, high school at uh, Westchester High and you, uh, college. Wait a minute. At, i got to interrupt you right this minute. I am so sorry for the interruption. Michael, you went to Westchester High? Yes, I did. I went to Westchester High. Oh my goodness! Well, I mean, it, it, I I did it, not know that about you. Now I know that we're going to be sort of talking about an age here. I graduated in 1967. What year did you graduate? I graduated in 1971. So we we my, we missed each other just barely. We sure did. We sure did. But oh my goodness, I I didn't. I I I'm sorry for jumping in and interrupting you, but. This is what happens with conversations and connections and the community of Westchester. So I, I'm sorry, you, you had gone to Westchester High. I won't interrupt. Let, let me let you continue. Where did you proceed on to college? Uh, Loyola Marymount. So oh, I, I kind of stayed in the, in the Westchester area for, uh, for, mm-hmm. for seven years um, uh, through, through high school and college. But uh, it, actually my experience uh, in Westchester at the, at the high school is uh uh i think um uh it, it, it's relevant to 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 oh why i'm here i mean when 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 i went to westchester we were we were actually living in gardena and this was uh, this season when if you wanted to go to a school outside of your district you had to get a permit and mm-hmm. so on and so forth and um and and my parents were very much into um, trying to find uh, the best schools, 
and Westchester was on the list of one of the best schools out there. So uh, hmm. my, my father uh, camped out overnight to make sure that we got hmm. one of the few permits that were uh, for, for out-of-district uh, uh, students uh, to go there. Uh, and so um, um, I went, and I was one of uh, seven African Americans in my graduating class. I know uh, at Westchester High. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Michael, you know, this, when I graduated, when I graduated in 1967, there were zero African American students in those three grade levels, and when my brother graduated in '69, there were two. When my children graduated in 1992 and 95, Westchester High School was the largest African-American high school in Los Angeles, above Fremont, Crenshaw, all of them. It, it, it was an entirely different school for my children. Not a bad experience. There's no comma after that. But my kids also got an excellent education at Westchester, and I really did need to throw that in as well. Where did you go to college after you finished up at West at LMU? You started at LMU. I, I, I finished LMU, did four years at LMU, okay. and mm-hmm. then um, I went on to Harvard Law School. Oh my goodness! Okay. So wow. congratulations to you. Well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. I mean, LMU is not necessarily one of the feeder schools to Harvard. Uh, mm-hmm. But interestingly enough, when I was at Harvard, there were two other students from Westchester at Harvard Law School with me. Really? Yes. Wow. You know, shout out to public school. I know that people have choices in all kinds of arenas for their children. But as a as somebody that is a supporter of public education, um, congratulations to you, and congratulations to our alma mater. Um, that makes me that makes me very proud, um, and that's terrific. After you finished with your law degree at Harvard, um, fast forward us to the fact to, to to I believe it's 2013 with President Obama. Is that when this happened for you? Um, yes. Well, the, 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 uh, when I left uh, Harvard Law School, um, I uh, went to work for uh, a government agency in Washington, D.C., was there for a couple of years, and then uh, I, tra- I, I got a position at uh, a law firm in New York, Skadden Arp, Slate, Marr, and Flom, one of the um, more uh, one of the largest law firms in the country now. It was one of mm-hmm. one of the largest law firms in, in New York at the time, specializing in mergers and acquisitions. So it's a very um, very focused practice. Uh, we, we were dealing with uh, Wall Street and, and Fortune 100 companies, um, and uh, I was there in New York for eight years, and then transferred back to Los Angeles in uh, 1988. Uh, where I stayed for um, another 23 years at that firm. Uh, wow. It was a great experience. Uh, worked on some uh, uh, amazing transactions. Uh, was involved in uh, uh, setting precedent and, and uh, kind of uh, moving the, the, the bar in a lot of different respects. But one mm-hmm. of the things that um, I did, that, that, that coming back to my Westchester experience, Mm-hmm. I have always focused on the issue of 
making sure that wherever I am, I'm doing what I can to uh, to increase the opportunities for uh, people in my community and other underserved communities. So while I was at at Scott and Arps, I uh, did a lot of mentoring of young uh, African American and and, uh, and and it's through law school and wanting to get into the law firm practice. I was head of the diversity committee for a number of years. Uh, I was able to work with um, on a pro bono basis with nonprofits uh, in, in mm-hmm. both in, in New York and, and in Los Angeles. So I've been so so part of my 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 experience has always been uh, notwithstanding that I was working in uh, uh, kind of the business world and in, in, at, at the highest levels, we were always uh, the group of us who came out of uh, <laughs> grew up in in, in <laughs> the sixties and seventies, and uh, uh, coming out of that and getting into in, into the working world, we we never lost that. Our, mm-hmm. our, the fact that we had an obligation to do more than just do well on our own, we had to uh, use the, the the benefits that 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 came to us to help benefit others. We understood uh, mm-hmm. that we didn't get there on our own. That a lot of people sacrificed to get us where we were. Um, and uh, and and to to use a phrase that we used a lot, we were standing on the shoulders of giants, and we had an obligation to pay it forward. So nice. um, uh, throughout my entire uh, professional career, that's what we did. Uh, we spent time uh, going out of our way to 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 mentor people, to help. Uh, uh, Kind of pave the way for people mm-hmm. to uh, to to succeed and excel in whatever endeavor they were looking to to engage in. Wow. Mm-hmm. And then, how did how did you go from being in the legal world to being involved with the International Civil Aviation Organization? What was that? How did that transpire? Well, that 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 is a function of uh the networking that happened um not only at Loyola Marymount but also uh, uh kind of on steroids at at, at Harvard Law School. <laughs> uh, the group uh-huh. of us who, who came through there. Uh we remained in uh, connected. Uh mm-hmm. and one day while while I was uh, uh after I got to work I got a call from uh, a woman who was uh, a, uh, not a classmate of mine, but a, but a uh, a former student at Harvard Law School, uh, who was one of my um, uh, summer associates when she came to Skadden Arps, and was at the time married to another classmate of mine who was a professor at Harvard Law School. And she called to say that she was bringing this 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 young state senator to Los Angeles to introduce him to some potential donors and his name was Barack Obama and um, <laughs> she wanted to, yeah and this was this was um this was 2003 and oh, December three. 2003, 2003 okay. and she said right. um uh this this is this is a person who you've got to meet uh and and in fact uh she said in that conversation 
this is a person who could be president. And wow. you, you, you've wow. got to be, uh, you've got to meet him. So uh, mm-hmm. I met with, I met him in a, a small, um, small luncheon in, 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 in Los Angeles, about a dozen of us. And mm-hmm. I just completely fell in love with this man. Um, mm-hmm. It was just, just kind of magical. Um, he, mm-hmm. he, he said things, that he, obviously, as we all know, intelligent, focused, mm-hmm. talented, uh, brilliant. Um, but uh, more than anything else, uh, it, it was it was his his heart and his focus that really um, mm-hmm. got to me. If you'll indulge me just for one minute, sure. Uh, during Please. during this 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 um, opening uh, uh, kind of introduction, uh, he was taking questions from from uh, from those of us who were there. And uh, he started talking about his basic philosophy of governing, and he said he 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 tries to find the middle ground, and 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 that was one of the things that he enjoyed doing. Um, mm-hmm. And and he talked about uh, an issue that is ripe for the day. He was talking about gun control. Even back in 2003, he was very Isn't very focused on this issue. Wow. Relevant. And he said he, he, he said he had been uh, introducing legislation in Illinois in the state uh, legislature that would um, uh, gun control legislation that he thought would, would 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 reduce the number of deaths. And he was being blocked at every turn by a Republican hmm. uh, state senator. And he invited this, this Republican state senator out to lunch. And to to talk to him about ways in which they could collaborate, and he said, "I told him I understand what guns mean to you. For you, guns mean guns are about family. They're about uh, pre-dawn uh, visits with your grandfather in a duck blind, and it's family, it's history, it's it's love, it's intergenerational uh, connection, it's all of that, and I get that." He said, but you have to understand, for me, guns mean my daughter may not come home from school. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Wow. And, wow. <clears throat> excuse me. And he said, he said, we have to find a way for you to keep your memories and for me to keep my kid. My gosh. Whoa, that I is was just that 15 years ago. <laughs> So you know, oh I, I called I called my wife and I said I have no idea whether a guy named Barack Hussein Obama can be elected anything, but we have got to do whatever we can to make sure that that mm. happens. And so we started having fundraisers for him. He was running for the Senate, and so mm-hmm. we have been a part of his team, if you will, since 2003. Mm-hmm. So we were we had a. Uh, a, a fundraiser, a big fundraiser for him uh, in, in June of 2004 before the uh, Democratic National Convention where he, he was introduced to the entire world. Um, wow. And uh, and we've just been with him ever, ever since. Um, hmm. So um, when he decided to run for president, it was, um, uh, uh, you know, we, we were there to, to help support him. Um, by the way, it wasn't just me. One of uh, one of my partners uh, at the firm 
uh, who was a resident in Chicago, was already uh, his finance director at the time. Um, her name is mm-hmm. Tina Chen, and she was she was featured in an article uh, in uh, just the New York Times this past weekend, still doing uh, the work. And um, uh, so, you know, it wasn't just me alone. We was uh, uh, mm-hmm. uh, just a, a group of us who were uh, uh, saw the saw saw the magic early mm-hmm. on, and, uh, and 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 just. Uh, uh, eager to 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 help this this historic uh, man do what he what he was able to do. So, um, uh, so what a so, legacy so, for you! Oh, thank you very much. My wife and I are very proud of of. I'm sure of uh, the association. Because you have children, am I right? You do have children. We you have, have grown two, children. Two sons, two sons, uh-huh. uh, Michael Jr. and Jonathan, and uh, and a granddaughter. Oh, congratulations uh, so, to you. There's a girl. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a girl in the family. There can be pink. <laughs> That's good. Oh, That's exactly let me right. let me let me move us forward just a little bit because I really do want to explore what you're currently doing, and that's with the Urban League. And could you just maybe I don't know if I want to start with. I let's start with this. Are there urban leagues? across the country. It's not just in Los Angeles. Is that correct? That's correct. It's not just in Los Angeles. The Urban League is a movement that started uh over a hundred years ago. Um All right. and the uh so in the 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 parent organization, the National Urban League, is based in uh New York. Um but there are ninety affiliate urban leagues uh in thirty five states across the country. Uh, the Los hmm. Angeles Urban League is one of the oldest. Uh, the Los Angeles Urban League was formed in 1921. Wow, a day um, or two ago. By 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 a woman, Kath, Catherine Barr. Um, okay. And she was focusing on um, on 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 helping. Uh, Young mothers and, and, and children, and, and mm-hmm. uh, became associated with uh, the National uh, Urban League uh, in that year. Um, and she also worked with uh, the, the, the United Way. Um, and uh, but so the Urban League, the, the Los Angeles Urban League, uh, is has been around for ninety seven years at this point. My goodness, she was a woman beyond. Uh, ahead of her time, wasn't she? My gosh! Oh, very I bet much. there weren't so. a lot very of women so. doing what she was doing. No, wow. no. Wow! Absolutely. I mean, that's, that's, Absolutely. What a leader! My goodness! How did she live to a ripe old age? I hope. Um, I wonder. One of the things we're, look we're her up. one of the things <laughs> that we're doing is is working on putting together the history of the Los Angeles Urban League. Mm-hmm. And I do not have a date for when she passed, but um but she she is she is a revered um uh in in in, in urban league circles. Absolutely. Absolutely. And tell me her name once again. It was Catherine? Catherine Barr, B A R R. Oh gosh. I'm gonna look her up. Well Correct. she served as the chief pretty... executive officer for, for eight years. My goodness, that's 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 pretty impressive. So you so and there's you know what I, I have to tell you what you did say that kind of surprised me, frankly, that in a country as large as ours, that there are only ninety affiliates. I'm sure that 
that there's probably a need to have many more. And maybe as people are listening, that's the beauty of Internet radio. Um, maybe somebody will be sparked that's living somewhere else that might think, my gosh, if Catherine Barr can do this, maybe we ought to start setting this up where we live. It might just be the spark that, that they need. When you when you look at your mission statement, and I, and I have it in front of me, I have it written in front of me, um, do you, I know what it says in print, but do you want to just paraphrase, you know, what, what is the mission of the, of the Urban League? Um, certainly. Thank you very much. The mission of the Urban League is essentially um, economic empowerment of underserved communities. At, at our core, mm-hmm. that is what we're about. Um, and we do that through uh, education, uh, economic empowerment, and advocacy are kind of the three pillars mm-hmm. of what we what we work to do. Um, Wonderful. At 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 our core, we are a civil rights organization. Mm-hmm. Um, we are the difference between um, kind of what the Urban League does and what is expected to do, and what people think of when they think of a, a civil rights organization is. Um, we're not known for uh, being the ones who are shouting the loudest, but uh, the organization, as formed by by Whitney M. Young Jr., uh, we're kind of the social engineers, the strategists, the planners. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're, we're focusing on policy making and policy implementation. Uh, looking at how the 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 legal and economic infrastructure uh, works against us and and finding ways to 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 change that dynamic mm-hmm. um, it, it it we work hand in hand and hand in glove with mm-hmm. other civil rights organizations that uh, are making uh, that that that, that are using other uh, tactics, but in fact, what we're doing is uh, making sure that, uh, or doing our best to make sure that the institutions are uh, that 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 affect our lives every day uh, are are doing so in a manner that creates sustained benefit and sustained growth. Uh, so, for example, we 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 are very much focused on um the the uh the issues of the day with respect to uh gun legislation to reduce the the number of guns uh mm-hmm. in, in in our communities uh we're not uh, uh divorced from uh issues such as that even though our fo- our primary focus is economic empowerment because uh, these things affect every one of us and we have to be a part of the conversation. We have to be a part mm-hmm. of the, the 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 efforts to 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 make our communities safer, and including mm-hmm. our schools. So so we're, yes. we're yeah. You know, so, Michael, when when we went to Westchester High, we didn't have those fears. <laughs> You know, I you know the worst thing that you that would happen is if you know you were bullied, and we didn't even use those terms 
actually when that was you were picked on was more like the term um you definitely had a a much different experience coming in into a predominantly white school um mm-hmm. but um when we talk about safety in schools today it is i mean especially just based on what what just what we what just transpired this past saturday with young people across this country actually young people across this world it was pretty pretty darn impressive um are are you a nonprofit is that is is it urbanly considered a nonprofit Derbingly is is a nonprofit okay we, all we, right we we uh function primarily through uh corporate donations um uh, for the most part mm-hmm. but our our bread and butter are our programs that uh that 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 help train uh, uh, people for workforce development, uh, training people for 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 jobs that are available uh, in in our community and jobs that are not necessarily mm-hmm. within our community that we're we're working with uh, the, the the corporate structure to make sure that these jobs are available in our community. Uh, in yeah. addition, we're focusing on economic uh, uh, entrepreneurship. We're we're not limited to just being employees but to running businesses and and creating employment opportunities within in uh, our communities as well and when you get into that you have to look at other aspects of it including access to capital and access to credit and so we're looking at the barriers that 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 uh at the uh, under the current circumstances limit mm-hmm. our ability to to grow our businesses uh, uh, to the extent that uh, they they should be uh, grown. So right. We're, we're we're in the process. We're constantly looking at the institutions and 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 how we we need to change them in order to to um, to empower our community to to break down the barriers that prevent our our, our businesses from growing the way they should. You you mentioned something that I'm really interested in because I've I have visited your website and I recommend that people do that. Um, let's talk about that one of the a couple of these programs that you mentioned. One of them that net the network for teaching entrepreneurship. You call it Nifty, it's pronounced Nifty, right? You say it Nifty. Can you tell me um, something about that that particular program? Certainly. Um, this is a program where we, we we look at two different levels. We have one level is, is a biz camp, we call it, where we're uh, teaching young, uh, young people uh, in high school um, what it means to be a business owner, the types of things that uh, you need to know in terms of uh, kind of crossing your T's and dotting your I's, the, the, the the, um, uh, the issues with respect to um, the legal issues that 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 uh, you have to address, the accounting issues that you have to address, um, and and what it means to to be responsible for the employment of a team, and so on and so forth, and the things that mm-hmm. that that make a business thrive, the things that 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 prevent a business from thriving. So we want to make sure that th- these are. Um, uh, ideas and issues that uh, you could learn in, in business school if you uh, are, are 
if you finish high school, <laughs> if not finish high school, mm-hmm. finish, finish college right. and gone on to to get mm-hmm. an MBA, but uh, on a on a certain level, these are 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 issues that um, uh, that that. A lot of people would learn normally through just working with uh, business owners, but we we want to make sure that these ideas, these understandings, these issues are in front of mind of, of people who want to get want to become entrepreneurs. And so we we have that biz camp for students. Uh, the entrepreneurial center uh, goes beyond that, however, and we're working with existing entrepreneurs to. Um, to to help them kind of kickstart their organization mm-hmm. and, and, and move it forward. So uh, we're partnering with other organizations to uh, to provide uh, legal assistance, to provide accounting assistance, and uh, working with uh, potential lenders and potential funders to uh, introduce them so that uh, the opportunities. That are out there for expansion, mm-hmm. for growth, uh, can be taken advantage of, and so uh, we're we're yeah. so it's 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 a it's a long road. We're we're not looking for uh, a quick hit. We're not looking for uh, you know two weeks you do this and now you you can right you, now this, you're next. This is, right. This right. is about changing uh, the way in which. Uh, uh, Businesses are businesses conducted within our community, uh, so that we we can we can uh, the community can benefit from stronger, more uh, effective, effective and efficient uh, business uh, business practices. Do do you have uh, when you describe this? I'm trying to visualize. I you know we all understand the beauty of the internet and how people can be quickly connected. Do you actually have? A location where people come and get coursework from you, or how do you implement your information? Uh, it's, it's a combination of a number of different uh, venues. We we do have um, uh, space here at our headquarters where uh, we can conduct uh, these sorts of classes, uh, and it's, it's not just um, legal and accounting. There's a soft skills as well. You know what it what it mm-hmm. takes to manage a group of people. And, uh, um, and 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 the availability of facilities and so on and so forth. Um, but we're we're not limited to that particular space. Uh, we we mm-hmm. can go to where the uh, where the entrepreneurs are and help them uh, evaluate uh, what they're doing right, what they're doing wrong. Uh, and and again, it's not just them. It's 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 introduction to uh, to to the organizations that have uh the capital to lend and the capital to invest uh and and making sure that there's a connection there because a lot of this depends upon relationships it's not just have you checked the box and and exactly um, you know what what yeah. what's occurring to me when you're speaking specifically on this subject and the fact that you are an LMU alum one of my other connections because that's how it works in both of our worlds one of my very close friends is the program coordinator of the executive MBA program at LMU. And oh, okay. have yes, and so have you taken your message to them? Have you come to speak in front of of 
of those students that are studying uh, EMBA programs at LMU? I have not, but uh, I, it is something that I, would, I really want to do. I As will, a matter of fact, I um, will. Oh, go ahead. That would be. I, I I will I will see if I can help. Not that you need my facilitation, but I would you know I do know the folks that work there and the directors there. They have a brand new director now of the EMBA program at LMU, um, and I I just think this is a beautiful relationship that would be ideal to the to speak to these students from here from love you guys. To do that. I would That'd love be to great. Do that. Perfect. Now, there's another program that I have here in my my nifty little notes that I'm also very interested about, and that's your um, league of the League of Young Professionals, the um, Urban League. Um, what, tell me a little bit about how that um, Young Professionals organization operates. Well, it's it's um, a part of our outreach. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we've set up is uh, the Los Angeles Urban League Young Professionals. We call them the YPs. And mm-hmm. these are young people uh, who are who want to be engaged in the movement, who want to be a part of uh, creating a, a – a, changing the, the, the way in which our communities – Operate changes in the way our communities uh, are perceived. Changing, they're they're all about change. Mm-hmm. And what we are trying to do is, uh, number one, kind of mentor them in in what it takes to uh, to 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 do that. And through the eyes of uh, this 97 year old organization that has been doing this for some period of time. But quite frankly, it's a two way street. Mm-hmm. We are learning as much from them as we are giving to them. Uh, this new generation of young professionals is is, is very focused. Uh, they're very well informed. Uh, mm-hmm. They are energized and exercised, and they 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 are hungry for um, the type of uh, experiences that we can relate to them. But at the same time. They are prepared to do it in a different way, and so great? this, this it, it is it is fantastic. So so mm-hmm. uh, I encourage people to uh, uh, the young people to to, to join Los Angeles or really young professionals. Um, uh, I get as much out of them as I I hope I'm giving to them when mm-hmm. when uh, uh, I, I speak with them. But they are they are focused. They're energized. They understand that uh, change is not going to come simply by waiting around. Uh, but there is, there is much, there's much that, uh, that we can still teach them. Mm-hmm. But uh, their energy is, is boundless, and, um, and, and the ways that we've been doing it in the past is not necessarily how they're going to do it in the future, and I respect that. Well, you know, things are much different now, and... We, as we witness this this weekend, um, if all of these young people um, that are turning 18 register to vote, we may see a whole different type of country that we're living in based on the activism. Because we're so similar in age, this reminds me very much of when we were youngsters um, and Vietnam was happening and there was just so much... Um, 
activism going on and back in those days this 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 sort of reminds me of that in some ways with young people and i think it's tremendous i i i just think it's fabulous i had exactly the same uh, reaction i had exactly oh, the same reaction in yeah, watching well, with the, mm-hmm. the the news leading up to 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 saturday's uh protest mm-hmm. and uh, um I, I my sense was you know, after Columbine, after Newtown, after mm-hmm. all of these tragic events in, in mm-hmm. Sandy Hook, and, and nothing happens, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know you, you you get jaded and you just don't think it's going to happen again. But watching these young, mm-hmm. articulate, you know, high schoolers and and, and young, oh. it was it was very energizing. Mm-hmm. So I was actually. Um, uh, a part of the the demonstration this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, we we and, and uh, we didn't try to uh, to take a leadership role because it was it was this was not something that 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 uh, we had done. I mean, I, I wanted to give mm-hmm. a, a support and respect to the student the student led movement. Uh, mm-hmm. That there was not only done very well, but articulated. That they're so articulate, they're so passionate, um, and and they're thoughtful. They are. This is not. That um, uh, there's something different about what is happening now mm-hmm. than uh, what we've seen in the past. When when mm-hmm. you had similar tragedies happening, and it's it's it's. it's uh, I, I am I am very energized about this. I was. Uh, it's encouraging, was, isn't it, Michael? It, it is encouraging that they can take this passion. Um, I think there were even there were two young uh, girls. Um, well, they're all young. They're still in high school. Um, that were here in L.A. from um, from from the high school from from Parkland. That I can't remember. Oh, they were speaking at a suicide prevention hotline. I believe is where they were, but you know I think that because of social media, and I know it takes a hit, and I know there are people that just are so um, disapproving of social media and how connected we're all to our phones and blah blah blah. I can see that's the one flip side. the The positive, which I prefer to look at, is this is linking young people across the country in and motivating and um, mobilizing, and I just I find it incredibly encouraging. I I feel very encouraged by this. Um, in in asking you about another program that I think is equally really important to you guys um, is the Guild, right? Do you want to tell me a little bit about the Urban League's Guild? The really Guild is, that, is, is that, um, mm-hmm. it, it 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 was. Um, it's kind of the opposite end of the spectrum. The Urban League mm-hmm. Guild is is primarily uh, is, is a volunteer organization that again is is associated with with uh, the Urban League. Mm-hmm. It is uh, primarily populated by by women. Uh, it is not necessarily limited to women, however, uh-huh. and uh, they provide support for the Urban League's activities through fundraising and and other activities. Um, and uh but and 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 they they volunteer a lot for a lot of the activities that we do uh they're mm-hmm. uh and it an undeniably important arm of the urban league 
we can't do we couldn't do what we are able to do without um this army of volunteers helping out mm-hmm. um with with in every project that we have and every in every activity that we have and I bet so you don't have too many volunteers, do you? You could always use more, couldn't you? We can always every use more, absolutely. Every organization absolutely. can use more. If somebody wanted to volunteer, um, what would be what would be a way that they could reach out to find out about that? What would be the best method? Uh, that the, we, the, the easiest way is to go to the website and, and click the box, uh, uh, on on ways to volunteer and, and the activities that we have. Okay. Uh, well, Terrific. But uh, we, we're we're kind of old school as well. You can call or come by. And, there you go. And there you go. Have to get involved. <laughs> oh, that's that's great. You know what? And I think that's terrific. I mean, I you and I are based out of the same community where we, we live in the same area, but people obviously don't all live here in the Los Angeles area. And I do want to make it relevant to anyone that's listening anywhere, but I do also at the same time, since this is the Los Angeles urban league and that's the show we're speaking about. If my local listeners and Facebook friends are listening and they would like to reach out and I have, I actually have a few people specifically in mind that I think would be exceptional. And I also have some people in mind for you that I would also like to connect you to for your entrepreneurship that um, are making a difference in their communities as well. I, I, as my eyes are sort of flooding through a lot of different people, and I think they'd be excellent guest speakers in speaking with your young professionals as well. So I think that would be something that would be really important to do. You mentioned that would that, be outstanding. Um, that would be outstanding. Thank I would, you so much. I would love to do that truly. Um, I know that I have a lot of questions on here on my little sheet of paper, but I, I want to get to this question so that we have ample time to talk about that. Earlier in the show, you mentioned a man by the name of Whitney M. Young Jr. And I, I who is he? And tell me a little bit about what you're doing in regards to the event and the fundraiser that that you have for him. Uh, or Whitney for him, M. Young regarding him. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Uh, Whitney M. Young Jr. Uh, was just a pioneer in terms of civil rights generally, and in uh, making the Urban League what it is. Today he was um, just a, an absolute giant. Uh, in 1961, at the age of 40, uh, he became the executive director of the National Urban League. If you can imagine. Wow! Wow! Um, and and he he changed the dynamic of, of of what the Urban League was. As as I said earlier, the Urban League was was focused on uh, economic empowerment more than anything else and and knocking down the walls of, of segregation but uh, uh, but doing so um, in a more strategic fashion not not conflicting with any of the other civil rights organizations that were out there but kind of working to kind of cross the T's and dot the I's as, as things mm-hmm. were moving forward uh, uh, Whitney M. Young Jr. kind of uh, energized that aspect of it, uh, and he he 
he moved us. He, the, the, he expressed the, the mission of the Urban League as as not ground level activism, which was all, always crucial to any sort of progress that we made, but uh, to supplement and complement the grassroots activism that was going on. Uh, as I said earlier, when I said you know we're, the Urban League is kind of the social engineers and the strategists, that came directly from uh, from. From from Whitney and M. Young, and he became kind of the 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 person that uh, people in power uh, looked to when uh, mm. they wanted to uh, uh, find out how to uh, to to implement the changes that uh, that 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 we needed to make that had to mm-hmm. be made. Uh, so he was. Uh, a lot of his ideas were were incorporated by Lyndon B. Johnson. It incorporated into the war on poverty under Lyndon B. Johnson. He worked wow. closely with some of the giants of of uh, capitalism um, in the U.S. Uh, Henry Ford II was a, a person that, that uh, with whom huh. he spoke often. Um, hmm. He was uh, an advisor to. Uh, not only Kennedy and Johnson, but also Nixon. Uh, There, there is a story that he was uh, that that Nixon tried to interest him in a cabinet position, which he refused, Uh, and not so much because uh, he didn't like Nixon, but because uh, he felt that he could accomplish more uh, as the executive director of of, of the Urban League. Uh, So Whitney M. Young is, is is a giant. Uh, not just in within the Urban League, but a giant within the movement itself, because uh, he was yeah. able to to um, uh, speak to the the uh, some of the most powerful men uh, in the country. And I use men because during this time uh, there were precious few women uh, at, at, at those level at those levels. But uh, he was uh, when you say just, that, it makes me think about Catherine and. How you know, as a woman, that 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 she was such a mover and a shaker way before women were movers and shakers. It's In pretty remarkable when you think about it. Absolutely, absolutely. All yeah. this, you can imagine just how remarkable a woman she was oh, at that just, time. Oh, it's just, it is. It is. Did her? I'm. I'm so. I guess maybe as a woman, I'm just so curious about her personally. I'm going to have to go learn about her because. I'm curious to know about her family and did did people did her did she have children and did they carry on that torch as well to 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 make changes within the community I just I'm sure as you're studying the history and 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 all that came um through um the urban league and you had some very um influential people that have been C- CEOs of the urban league um in the day correct yeah, some pretty Absolutely. powerful, um, per, pretty powerful people. Um, it's 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 just impressive. So you're having an event. When is your event? What tell me about your event itself? Uh, the, the May 11th, we're having our annual Whitney M. Young uh, uh, Gala. This is uh, a fundraiser, the, our main fundraiser for the year, well, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's scheduled for May 11th. Uh, and okay. uh, at Hollywood and Highland, our our uh, uh, our main honoree is going to be uh, Van Jones, 
and uh, we our our keynote is speaker he? is going to Van Jones. This is Van Jones of CNN. Oh, uh, okay. yes. Okay. Uh, 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 he's he's a mm-hmm. political commentator, and uh, but mm-hmm. he's more than that. Uh, he's an author. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has. Um, uh, he he's a, a, a social activist. One of the mm-hmm. uh, programs that he has um, been been running for a long time is something called Yes We mm-hmm. Code, where he is uh, uh, putting together uh, structures so that uh, people in our community can learn uh, the skills necessary to compete in this 21st century economy. And and being able to code is one of the critical um, skills that you need in that context. And mm-hmm. uh, so he is he has been uh, very active in this in that space, uh, and not just uh, in the uh, political commentary space where he is known mm-hmm. uh, for, mm-hmm. for most by most people. Uh, he just got a new show on CNN. She's doing very well. Uh, and he's just a, a wonderful human being, absolutely mm. wonderful human being. So is uh, our he, he's keynote, the honoree? Oh, he is, he's he is the honoree, our Whitney M. Young honoree. He is correct. He is our okay. Whitney M. Young honoree. Okay. Uh, our keynote speaker is going to be uh, uh, California Attorney General Javier Becerra, uh, mm-hmm. who has been doing just a fantastic job uh, in, uh, uh, in in that role. Uh, Great. And we are And we are going to award two community service awards uh, one to uh, Dr. Teresa Price, who um, has an organization that um, um, that 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 connects uh, African American high school students with uh, and others to historically black colleges in terms of. Uh, I feel uh, like I know her. Okay. Oh, and well, well, she, cool. she, she, I was introduced to her by our good friend Charles. <laughs> Charles yeah, Charles I was well. going to say I feel like I know this woman because I was really, really involved with the schools. When my kids went to Westchester High School, I was that parent, and I was very, very actively involved. Um, I feel, from, I feel like that's she's familiar to me, she, she's and a, so she's Dr. getting Dr. a community Price, award. Yeah. She's getting. And who is the other one that's award. getting it? Uh, the an organization called um, City Year Los Angeles, which is an organization mm-hmm. that provides AmeriCorps members uh, to uh, 28 um, uh, elementary, middle, and high schools in uh, in the Los oh. Angeles area. Uh, they have cool. about 288 AmeriCorps members uh, working in our schools, and, and they're just doing a fantastic job as well. So we wanted to uh, recognize them for the good work that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I hope that it's a it's a rousing success. Um, it it sounds like it it will be, and May 11th isn't that far away. So for all you locals out there, or for those of you that don't mind getting on an airplane or driving a little <laughs> bit, um, you know, I'm sure that tickets can still be available. I'm sure they can go to your website, the Los Angeles Urban League. And um, and find out that information. Is that right? That's correct. That is absolutely good. Terrific. Yes. When you look at um, the impact over this 97 years, how how do you how how do you measure it? Do you do you, can you see like this wouldn't have happened then, but this is happening now? How do you see the impact right here in our Los Angeles area? 
Oh, there. One of the things that, since I've taken this position, I've been in this position since November, and Mm -hmm. one of the things that I've done, just a short time. Well, one of the things that I've Mm -hmm. done is to uh, meet with uh, various leaders in the community, uh, potential funders, uh, and, and, and partners that we've been involved in, political leaders. Uh, and, and members of the community, and um, number one, to let them know that that I'm in this position, and and, and it's really not an introduction because I've been in the city uh, for so long. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of people know me, and and so I'm really introducing them to me in this particular role, and I'm basically listening to. Uh, what they have to say, what they would like to see the Urban League do. Mm-hmm. And almost to a person, they talk nostalgically about mm-hmm. how the Urban League has helped them, has helped their families, has helped people that they know. Almost everyone nice. has a story about how uh, I got my first job at the Urban League. My mother got her first job at the Urban League. Mm-hmm. Um, when when you know I, When I got out of school I was the people said you need you need to go down to the urban league and talk to them the urban league was a central part of our community and mm-hmm. it is it is still a central part of our community and 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 what my job is right now is to rebuild uh that 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 faith in this organization and rebuild that trust in this organization mm-hmm. uh and help pivot this organization toward the 21st century. Uh, what what the Urban League has done is is it's tremendous, and we're going mm-hmm. to build on that legacy on a going forward basis. But that is um, uh, that's been so uh, heartwarming for me, and and so energizing for me uh, mm-hmm. to know that that it's to to to, to hear from people just how important the Urban League has been in their lives directly. And that's what we're, oh, yeah. we're, we're trying to, to, to achieve. What would you say, um, everybody's got a to-do list, um, what are your long-range goals? Do you, I, I'm assuming you have a board of directors, I'm assuming you don't, you don't work by yourself here. But, I so, do not work by well, myself. No, you do not. I'm sure that you are a partner, I'm sure, in everything you do. Um what would you, what are your what are some of your long range goals? Where would you like to see yourself? You know, you you like you you just mentioned you've only been in your position just a short time. So there's a I mean everybody comes into a new job you know getting their feet wet. It's not like you're not you weren't familiar with the Urban League, but um, now you now you're the you're the CEO and president. And so what are some of your long range goals that you'd like to see implemented? Uh, it's a combination of, 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 of old and new, quite frankly. Uh, we want to okay. get back to um, uh, the, the, the overall focus is still economic empowerment. The overall focus is still making sure that our communities uh, are, are able to take advantage of the opportunities that are out there uh, in terms of access to capital, in terms of access to credit, in terms of of being able to participate in the infrastructure contracts that are being uh, uh, let in in this city, we've got uh, the Los Angeles World Airport is um, 
at the beginning of a $15 billion capital improvement program. We've mm-hmm. got the Metro that is, uh, you know, they have a, uh, a $40 billion uh, construction projects going on. And, and that's not to mention the, the private construction is going on in, 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 in this town and in the, in the, in the public-private partnerships uh, mm-hmm. that are going on. Uh, our, the people in our community and our community itself needs to uh, get its fair share of, 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 the, of, of, of the benefits of these projects. And that mm-hmm. when including I say it's kind Olympics, of a combination, right? including, including the, Olympics, the Olympics, absolutely, yes, the Olympics are coming. It's a big deal. It's a big yes, deal. I didn't mean it's to interrupt a huge you. Yes, deal. but it is oh, a no, big absolutely. deal. So you have all I, of these. Uh, we, yes. So you have all of these opportunities coming here, and, and we need to we need to make sure that from uh, an infrastructure standpoint, our communities are not forgotten, and number two that our communities are prepared to take advantage. So we're, we're focusing on those two aspects of it. Mm-hmm. Um, look, so, so, look what's go going on in Inglewood right now, Michael. Look what's going on in the city of Inglewood right now. I am the so, amount of const- yeah, I, I am so very proud of Mayor Jim Butts and what he's been mm-hmm. able to do. Uh, no since I've known him for a number of years. And he is the perfect person for that position, and it is mm-hmm. in no small part due to his uh, uh, just business acumen that he's able to bring to that job. That uh, the, the that that Inglewood is, is thriving the way it is, and he's not done. There, there there are aspects of Inglewood that still need a lot of work. Downtown Inglewood needs. Uh, mm-hmm. It needs a transformation, but the fact is he's got the foundation to do that. Uh, it's amazing what is happening there with all, with, with, with the the forum, Venue. the two football teams. Um, My Clippers. It, it's, it's, yeah, your Clippers, absolutely. My it, Clippers it's, it's are coming. Exciting. It's very it, exciting. It and it's going to um, bring so many job opportunities. Um, and, you know, it kind of, morphs right i mean because housing your your property values everything has just um gotten so much greater in inglewood and inglewood is my neighbor we you know we're we're neighbors to inglewood and yep, if it's yep. good for inglewood it's, it's it's good for us you know it's it's good for our city yeah it's, and, it's and, terrific and, to, and, and and our job at, at the urban league is is to make sure that 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 the people within our communities, the typically underserved com- uh, communities, uh, are are able to take advantage of this as well. All too often, mm-hmm. we see um, uh, that activities such as this benefit a particular city and not necessarily its residents. And so mm-hmm. we we we're, yeah. we want to be at the table to make sure that we're doing what we can to uh, ensure that the residents of these cities are not just displaced but benefit from, uh, from, from, from these activities. And, you know, you've got architects, you've got engineers, civil and, and mechanical, and, and it's not just a man-driven uh, industry. My daughter is in construction, and, you know, there's just a lot of opportunities out there, and I... I'm very interested in um, 
and and perhaps connecting you with people that I've come to know um, that might be really great speakers for your for your organizations as well. It's 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 tremendous. I I just I, would love that. I knew when Charlie connected me to you, it was a good thing for sure. <laughs> and I know that. Listen, and I just I want to also just acknowledge how much I appreciate the fact that you've taken time out of your day, number one, that you were so accommodating to me making a switch, which I had to do on a dime going from where I was broadcasting my show to bringing it to blog talk. It hasn't changed the fact that people can listen anywhere across the universe. And when I told people about you joining me, Michael, one of the things I said was that this is going to be a very inspiring show and that regardless of where you live, people can be inspired and make a difference. There are a lot of senior citizens walking around feeling like, what can I do? What, how can I get involved? Well, here's a prime example. In our city, perhaps the Urban League. In another city, maybe where you live, listener, maybe there isn't one, but I can assure you if you get in touch with the national or the local, I'm sure that Michael's office can direct you to somebody. There's no reason why there can't be more affiliates in other parts of our country because I think the need is really there, and I think it's an important um, organization that requires um, that kind of respect and continuing this legacy to, to continue on. So I've just just been an absolute pleasure to have you be my guest today. I, I would really, we're going to have to meet somewhere for um, something to drink. It could be coffee, it could be a beer, but whatever it is, because we've got some Westchester High stuff we just, maybe the rest of the world doesn't want to know about, but boy, I sure want to sit down and talk with you about some of those experiences. So Absolutely. I just, Absolutely. I just, just thank you so very, very much for being part of a very interesting, informative an inspiring show and listen maybe six months from now or whenever after you've been on the job a while you'll come back and visit me and and catch me up on what's happened since you've been in office that would be a terrific follow-up show i would love to do that thank you so much for having me you're so welcome and thank you everybody for listening and next week i'm going to have another exciting show so don't miss it with my friend cassidy mcmillan it's an interesting show, Michael. I want to just tell you quickly, Cassidy was on my show a couple of years ago, and she's a documentarian and, and has a documentary called Bullies and Friends. And it's, 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 it was an important, it's, and it's an important subject for all parents to have children in school. And we're going to be talking about her documentary, where, it, where it's led to. So I encourage my guests, all of you out there listening, to join me next week for that show. And until next time, I'm going to just say goodbye. Have a great week, everybody. Stay safe. And, Michael, thanks again once again for joining me today. Thank you. My pleasure. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Something incredible has arrived at Disney California Adventure Park. Darling, I want action. We're going big. Elegance. And we're going fast. And speed. 
coaster is here and now open at Pixar Pier at Disney California Adventure Park. Bring your super family and your friends and come celebrate friendship and beyond at Pixar Fest before it ends September 3rd. Only at Disneyland Resort. Attractions and entertainment subject to change without notice.